0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about alcohol and anxiety. Well, the caffeine is always a big issue and a tough one to consider changing, and so is alcohol. Um, many people drink socially, many people drink alcohol around work and uh, not only socialization, but you know, work related times. And so, when it's hooked up with your anxiety, it can be tough to look at. So, let's just Spend a few minutes today and see what we can do and why you may want to be making some changes around your alcohol intake with your anxiety. Again, caffeine is always getting the finger pointed at it, but alcohol is also a big troublemaker when it comes to anxiety. Ceasing alcohol can actually be a blessing for some people. It can be, you know, having to cease alcohol intake because you are finding that it's going to relieve the anxiety symptoms has come as a blessing for many people that I've talked to. So because sometimes you think this is just how life is and this is the way work is or socialization, and I just have to keep going with it. But, you know, when you get the call to action of, I need to make this change for my health. I need to make to make this change because it's increasing my stress levels. And this is really hurting me. Uh, it can be a blessing. So just consider that maybe you do not never thought about letting go of your alcohol. But maybe it, you can give it some thought after you listen to this podcast. Because some of the things we find is that alcohol can actually cause panic attacks. And many people that I have talked to over the years have stated that um, their First panic attack was alcohol related. Now, this is very surprising to a lot of people because we know of alcohol as being a depressant, but it actually works on the brain in many, many different ways and, uh, really causes a lot of other physiological changes. So if you are have ever had a panic attack and you were Uh, under the influence of alcohol, you may want to see yourself as being particularly sensitive and have this be your time to consider giving it up because it actually does cause panic attacks. Um, Alcohol also affects the blood sugar so much that this is a a part of why it can cause a panic attack in, in many people that, you know, that blood sugar crash is so uncomfortable and it can actually be very unpredictable. So if you have blood sugar issues, if you have a panic, you, you want to watch the blood sugar around the alcohol. Because what happens is the body will burn alcohol first and uh as it comes in. And then we also can not be eating correctly when we're drinking. There can be times that we're um, overly hungry and then there is always the next day, right? And that happens to a lot of people. That leads me to my next point, which is the hangover from alcohol intake really can make people anxious. The hangover, again, many people have come in, their first panic attack was related to alcohol Many people also come with the hangover being the impetus for their first panic attack. They felt so bad. And of course, we feel bad because the alcohol has done all kinds of things to us, including dehydration. And you can feel really lousy, just like when you're, you got a blood sugar crashing, you got dehydration, your brain is dehydrated and the alcohol actually disrupts neurotransmitter levels. So we're already working on that uh, by, you know, eating differently, taking supplements, using some people are using medications for their neurotransmitters. And then we throw alcohol into the mix. Like we want to look at this because it disrupts the neurotransmitter levels. And if you're looking to be nourishing your brain, getting yourself into a more peaceful and calm life so that your mind and body can heal, you may want to let go of the alcohol intake while you're healing. Serotonin levels are actually lowered uh, by alcohol, and many people are taking uh, drugs for their serotonin levels. So again, want to take a good look at this. Alcohol disrupts our sleep. Oh, It really is a terrible sleep aid. I hope that if anyone has ever told you to drink so that you could go to sleep, I want you to know that that kind of sleep is totally different than your actual real patterns in REM and non-REM sleep. Alcohol disrupts the sleep patterns and therefore can really make you not only feel lousy the next day, but again, our, so much happens in our sleep for our brain health that this is an ongoing process. If you're doing, having this happen, you know, more than once in a great while. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Panic attacks seem to come up more after uh, the day after the drinking. And again, that could be from that bad night's sleep, right? The dehydration, the blood sugar crashes. So, so you see how all of this is playing into these are all things that make people feel anxious. And so you can see where the alcohol is really causing a lot of disruption and causing people to feel things that are scaring them. And then once you have that, you know, dehydration, you're feeling dizzy, you're feeling nauseous, uh, you know, that's scary to people. What's wrong with me? What's going on? And then we're kicking in those uh, stress hormones and then taking us down the wormhole. And if you've gotten a lousy night's sleep, that's your um, anxiety will just intensify. And that's the cycle that many people get into, right? Poor sleep, high anxiety, high anxiety causing more. Poor sleep, the poor sleep causing more anxiety. And we can break that cycle. It just takes a little bit of work. And one of the first things that you can do is to eliminate your caffeine. I'm beating that drum again, yes. And uh, eliminating the alcohol. It's, you want to get yourself back in order. You know, I say this to people, I gave up caffeine for probably 12 years. I had decaf, yes, it has a little bit of caffeine in it, but I didn't have regular caffeinated tea or coffee for like 12 years. It's and it's a part of healing, and if you want to heal, you'll be willing to get rid of it. No cup of coffee, no Starbucks, no your favorite coffee shop coffee is, is worse feeling stressed out and giving your body those stress hormones by sipping them through a, a a cup, right? So the second thing would be to give up alcohol. I I you know, I also didn't drink for a very 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 long time. I have occasional wine now. I don't even have a full glass of wine ever anymore, but um uh, many many years, uh, also probably around ten or twelve years that I didn't have any alcohol either, and it's all just part of healing. It's okay. You can go back someday if you choose to, but maybe you don't choose to. It's worth. It's really, and it may not even be that long. That's just my story, right? I just didn't have any reason to add uh, either of those back in uh, until later in my life, so check it out. See how good you could feel without having the alcohol and without having the caffeine. You know, I can't stop saying that because I'm always amazed how many people are still drinking it. And let's see what else I have here on my handy dandy little list. Uh, interestingly enough, the studies show that people with anxiety disorders are up to three times more likely to struggle with substance abuse disorders and addictions. Now, this would this would make sense, really, because what what people are using, what they're abusing, drugs. For or alcohol or, uh, pres- rather the prescription or street drugs, it is to feel better. People don't, we just want to feel better. And uh, we can get into a very slippery slope with things that also can then become, uh, physically or psychologically addicting. And, we don't want to get stuck there because that's another monkey on our back. So just know that you're in kind of in a, um, You're kind of on a slippery slope if you have anxiety because you're more prone because of the need to want to feel better. And believe me, alcohol will make you feel better in the moment. Um, Some people have that one little bit too much, just like with the caffeine, you can have a little, but you just have that one drop too much. And then you're on the other side of the fence and you feel lousy. So be careful. Alcoholism changes our reward center when alcohol cannot be had, uh, and great great anxiety results from that. So this is something that we want to remember: that regular alcohol use changes the brain, just like drugs do. All drugs, they change the brain, but with the alcohol, it's changing the reward center. And then when you can't have your alcohol even though it's not really helping you in the long run, then the body wants it. And then the anxiety raises really fast. And so it's, again, you can see what I mean by saying it's a slippery slope. Alcohol can make symptoms worse rather than suppress them. Like I said, it feels maybe good for just those few minutes, and many people just chasing that. It made me feel good once. Why can't it make me feel good again? Maybe I need more or less or a different kind, whatever. It's the same old story. So it might be a good time because this can raise your anxiety in so many different ways. It might be a good time to let it go. Now, on to some action steps to get you uh, having f- some forward motion with the alcohol so that you don't have to have it adding to your anxiety. I want you to try to develop an awareness of how you're using alcohol. So notice if you're using it to suppress an anxious symptom, like, am I feeling anxiety, so I want to have a glass of wine? Um, You know, there's a lot of jokes out there about doing this, but it's reality, that's uh, what's happening. So just use your own awareness bring yourself into the present moment and see what you're doing and why you're doing it. Just make the connection. And the second thing I want you to do is to eliminate alcohol. If you're struggling with anxiety, I don't know, you might want to just try that first, right? Give it up until your anxiety is eliminated. If it's adding to your problem, it might really serve you. And just knowing that maybe if you want to go back to it someday that you can. Just give yourself that option, okay? And thirdly, if you are not willing to eliminate it, which some of you may not be, that's fine. Reduce the excess of alcohol. Want to make sure you're not getting yourself into a situation where you would be feeling hangover uh, symptoms the next day. You don't want to be feeling uncomfortable. Again, some of the things that people feel when they have excessive alcohol and why that flips them into some anxiety or a panic attack is because of the feeling of out of control and the lack of being able to um, be on their usual keel. So just keep that in mind. Again, develop some awareness around what you're doing. Eliminate the alcohol totally until you feel uh, your anxiety is Uh, eliminated or your stress levels are no longer high and you're not flipping into panic attacks. Or number three, reduce the excessive alcohol intake. Give your body and mind a break. Thanks guys. I know it's a tough one to talk about these pleasures we love to have in life, but I'm telling you it really can make a difference. So give it a try. And now for today's quote. You can't calm the storm, so stop trying. What you can do is calm yourself. The storm will pass. And that's from Timber Hawkeye. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.